All right, guys. So welcome to one more episode of Latin Vegan and Latino Vegano. Today I have a special guest. So she's a fitness and health coach, nutritionist, vegan pro bikini athlete. She's the co-founder and chief of Vegan Curl Company, originally from the Ukraine. She, she at nine years old, she went vegan or she stopped eating meat, actually. And um, I think she went, she went vegan in 2015, 2016, around that time, like six years ago. Uh, she's a professional actress. Uh, she have a podcast named the Vegan Booty Talks, and she's a cover model. So without further ado, Aurora. So how are you? How are you doing today? Latina. Latinoyvegano.com. Hey, how are you? Thank you so much for a great introduction. I didn't even know I do so much. absolutely yeah yeah i mean it's amazing to to see all your accolades but before i want to congratulate you because you just recently um got the cover of play or playbate magazine playbate magazine uh yeah yeah yeah, but it actually wasn't recently it just didn't post it so it was a couple months ago it was a while ago Oh yeah. So tell us how how's that even happen? Well, before we go there, let's 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 go from the beginning. Like, how does this like a nine years old you stop eating meat? Like, how what made you make that decision at nine years old? Okay. Yeah. Sure. I just wanna first of all say that I wasn't vegan from nine years old. Mm-hmm. I stopped eating meat exactly, but at that time, of course, I didn't know what's vegan about and. Yeah. It, they, they even exist you know yeah. so i just stopped eating meat because it was absolutely it's absolutely simple my family and i we mm. all ate meat like a right. barbecue and we all get sick of that mm. and you know i think it was just kind of a maybe bad meat production <laughs> or something because all my family gets sick on the next day right. so when when I was a kid, I don't even remember what I was thinking, but I guess when you got sick of something, you just don't want to eat that anymore. Okay. So basically I stopped eating meat and I started refusing when my mom was trying to feed me meat again. Mm. And it was a couple of weeks, but then I keep refusing that. So, you know, I am from Ukraine. And if you're a little bit familiar with this country, we are meat lovers. Basically, we eat a lot of meat and dairy products is a culture thing. Mm -hmm. So my mom was even scary. That is unnormal. And she took me to the doctor and she was like trying to like find out what's going on with me. Why I'm not eating meat. It's so bad. Like you, I cannot be growing up like that. I'm going to be unhealthy and stuff like that. Hopefully for me and since God, the doctor was smart enough to say, don't push your kid to eat Mm -hmm. anything. If she don't want to, don't push it. It's fine. Her body going to tell her if she needs to. So that's it. Since God, by that doctor, my mom stopped (laughs) pushing me and I just naturally didn't eat meat. So everyone was keep eating meat in my family, but I was just, you know, uh, refusing it every time when my, my mom tried to fit me yeah that's, yeah that's interesting that's that's very good that's interesting that you um you decided to stop eating meat not necessarily in this case because of any of the vegan reasons we're going to get there but because of, of something in particular that affected you guys at health 
and uh, or at least at that particular moment. And but that the decision was made, and you you got the opportunity to talk to the doctor, then they say, hey, don't don't push it, which is great. So how then? Um, how then? What what was your journey then? Um, after that, and then how did you decided to go vegan in, uh, six years ago? How how's that transition went? Yeah. So basically when I was a teenager, I realized that they're a little different than everyone else, mm. especially, you know, in school, everyone was enjoying some pizza with meat or something. So I was like, why I didn't eat that? Everyone is eat that. Let me try. So I actually tried mm -hmm. some type of chicken, I believe. And it was uh, a teenager age, maybe about 14 years old. And I hate that. Mm. I hate the taste. I almost threw it away. But I anyway, ate a little small piece. And I remember I felt so bad. Mm. So basically, as I know right now as a nutritionist, what happened is my stomach is stopped producing those specific ferments to actually digest meat properly right. because I didn't eat that for almost all my life. So when I tried a little bit, you know, I felt bad. My stomach was telling me, oh, 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 no, no, no. We don't know how to deal with that. Yeah. So from that time, I was like, oh, no, it tastes growth. I feel so bad. No, I'm not going to eat that. So basically, that was it. I never tried before. But then when I was growing up, you know, I start to look around and see what meat actually is about. Mm. Oh, that's the animals, right? And I love animals from the bottom of my heart. So I was like, why people actually kill them? I remember uh, my father, he's from village. Mm -hmm. So every summer we went to village and my father and my grandfather was killing at least chicken or sometimes a pig every summer. And I remember I couldn't see that. I was um, running in the house in a lost uh, like room and, and like and then sitting in the dark, uh, trying to cover my ears from this, you know, like crazy yeah, animals yeah. sacrificing sounds when right. they are died. So it was was always, you know, crushing my heart. I couldn't do that. I couldn't see that. So I was like, that's why I don't eat meat. That was so straight to me. Right. And then um, when I got about 23, 24, I moved to America. Mm -hmm. I moved to New York first from Ukraine. Mm -hmm. And I find out that it's so obesity in here. Like in America, like a lot of people overweight. It's a big problem. And I was like, wonder, why is that? So I start research and look around and I realize that American standard diet is even worse than Ukrainian. It's all full of dairy and meat products. By that time, I was having fish. So I slowly took fish out because I find out again by doing my own research that fish is the animals and it's also can feel and it's a really crazy industry and it's it's just growth to eat fish and that's time for me and unfortunately unfortunately in that time for me in america it wasn't really good dairy products so i used to grow as i said in village where my grandmother was having a cow and then fresh milk and the cheeses was made from that fresh milk you know it was really nice taste and here in america the milk was like doesn't even taste like a milk <laughs> and then again i got 
I got so much digestion issues because of that. So it was like, no, I couldn't do that. And I just switched to almond. So basically in a couple of years, I realized that I do really eat only cheese sometimes. So why should I do that? And then I fell in love with fitness. And when I moved to America, I moved from my actress um, career more to fitness because when I moved, I didn't speak English at all. So it was really hard to be an actress without the language, right? Mm. So I started to do modeling and I fell in love with fitness and I start to, you know, compete and I get an idea. What if I'm going to prep for my first bikini competition as a vegan? Mm. And then I found a trainer and I said that idea to her and she said, it's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> And that's what I was needed. I'm the kind of person like, say me, it's impossible. And that's yes. going to inspire the fire in me. So I said to her, oh, no, it's possible. And I will show you. And you actually going to help me to do it. So she was my trainer for my first show. Mm -hmm. uh, it was all online. She didn't train me in person, but mm -hmm. she helped me uh, with the workouts and with the nutrition plan. Right. So you know what? I did it. And I won that show. As a vegan, absolutely natural athlete. And from that time when I won the show, I remember I stepped out from the stage, hugged my husband, and I said, you know, I think I can do it. Like, I think it's a good result for a first show. No one has believed me that I was vegan. No one has believed that it was my first show. So I really fell in love with fitness and I realized that I want to educate myself. So I went and I studied, I finished an ICCA certification and I got my nutrition degree and my personal training degree. And I kind of start, you know, doing it by my heart because as I said, it's so much obesity problems in America. So I was really inspired to show people that you could eat healthy plant-based meals and not only lose weight and be healthy, but also, you know, build muscles and, have an amazing results. You you can improve your performance. That's it. <laughs> wow, that's a, that's amazing. And you know what? There's, there's so many things in your story that um, caught my attention because <laughs> we we have very similar stories, very very similar story. And I've spoken with a lot of vegans, and the stories are very similar in the sense is like, mm -hmm. for example, like a quick thing about me is um, so I, I'm originally from Panama, so I'm foreign to to some extent. Um, yeah, and um. And when I moved here, uh, I went vegan 20 years ago, actually. So I went vegan 20 years ago. And when I went vegan, um, same thing. My family was like, what's wrong with me? You know, I'm crazy. Um, you know, you're going to get sick. You, you need me for the protein. You know, all those myths, right? So my family was very hard. So and then on top of that, my sister, she's a, a general doctor. So I'm going against the grain in my family because she's like, no, there's no way. But, you know, doctors don't have no nutritious knowledge. But anyway, that's a different subject. Yeah. right? So I'm going against all of those odds. So I'm I'm here. The guy, the one guy, the hippie guy being vegan, right, going against every culture, everything that my family, every value that my family possibly have. Just like uh, just like your your culture, pretty much saying they're the latin culture is very heavy on meat like meat is pretty much what they eat all day long pretty much like every food has to have some kind of meat and they have no nutrition value whatsoever at all so they had no knowledge of nutrition at all so you go big absolutely everybody turns into a nutritionist expert right and it always usually always happens. Mm -hmm. so um 
So same thing too. Um, you know, I went vegan and I moved to New York. <laughs> I moved oh, to wow. New York. Yeah, I moved to New York. Um, that's that was my. Uh, well, I have family in New York, so I moved to New York, and uh, that was in 2004. And I went vegan in 2002. So I, I was already two years in, in the vegan um, thing, my my vegan lifestyle before I moved to New York. So when I moved yeah. to New York, for me, it was like I saw heaven to some extent because like whole food and all these different things, right? I, vegan pizza and so all these different things and of course back then there was no like beyond meat and all that stuff but anyway um there was a lot of it was a, a lot more options so i was kind of happy for that then I, I'm, i live now in texas so i moved to texas and things were a little bit different but the point is that um i also was trying to to train i, I remember my i remember that day like it was just today i remember that um i went to a i went to a gym because you know, I always been an athlete and I played all kinds of sports from little and then I played basketball, baseball, all the soccer, all kind of sport, but then have really bad injuries on in my knees and uh, a lot of the sport uh, kind of put on the side. So I was looking for what, what's next in my life. Like, what is the next thing that I'm going to do? And I found bodybuilding as my next option. And um, so I went to a trainer, uh, you know, when you when you sign up for a gym, they give you like a free membership that you can train with like, mm-hmm. one of their local trainer. So I took mm-hmm. that membership and I went to a trainer and I went with a magazine, right? And then the cover was this guy. It was just, you know, a guy raped, kind of like a free seat type of guy. And I was like, yeah, I want to look like this guy. What do I need to do? And he was like, yeah, I can train you, blah, blah, blah. He told me all those things. So I was like, yeah, I have a, I have a, a thing to tell you though. I'm big. And he was like, oh, there's no way you're going to build muscle that way. <laughs> he was like, no way. And just like you, I was like, listen, you're, you're wrong because there's no way that this is not possible. I think you're a bad trainer and no, no disrespect to you because the good trainer will tell me, it, I don't know how to do it, but we can figure it out or I'll find out. A good trainer will try to find out. Don't automatically say it's not possible just because you don't know. So um, yeah. I kind of I have a little bit of a, a motivation. I was like, I'm going to prove that it's possible to do all this stuff. So mm-hmm. you know, that's how my whole journey with the fitness and veganism started. But I was already vegan when I when, went into fitness. But that's how I started training and the whole thing you know, took off from there. But that's an excellent story. Um, so tell us a little bit about how was your, your prep journey? How was it? It was difficult because a lot of people don't understand the whole training um, purpose like how does that happen do you go weeks you know without eating certain meals tracking your meals they don't understand i'm a competitor so i understand but i'm gonna speak like from somebody that has no idea how's that work like how long does that take how was your prep i mean do you have mm-hmm. to like control macros like what is your style i mean how how many days do you train like tell us a little bit about how how was your prepping for that first competition was this first one, as I yeah. said, it was a girl. She actually wasn't really a trainer, like a big name trainer. Uh-huh. She was a local girl. I found her through friends and she just gave me a, you know, a workout plan and a nutrition plan. It wasn't mm. a macros because I think she don't really familiar with that. Yeah. And as I already said, she wasn't doing vegan at all. So what she gave it to me by looking at that right now from like six years of experience and being a nutritionist, it was really funny, but she was a good trainer and I really love what she teach me, mm. but she just didn't know a lot of different options as a vegan proteins. Right. So I remember that by the end of my prep, which was a not super long, but it's not short one. I think it wasn't about three months or four months, something like that. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was texting her like, I cannot eat this tofu anymore. Please give me something else. <laughs> and she was like, 
Uh, if you know any other sources of protein as a vegan, you can tell me, unless you want to eat chicken, you know? <laughs> and I was like, I was so new in veganism too, as I said, right? I was vegetarian, but I didn't was particular in my food choices. I didn't know how much protein I ate at that time, mm -hmm. but I was always kind of fit by just doing acting and dancing and then doing some group classes here and there. I wasn't like, you know, obese, overweight, or just skinny. I was like a little bit fit, but not like a bodybuilder fit, right? And mm -hmm. I never know what's proteins, what carbs were. And I actually happy that she was my first trainer because she actually pushed me to educate myself and mm. go and study because she couldn't help me. So I was trying to find those, you know, other vegan protein sources by right. myself. I was trying to figure out how to eat and, you know, still achieve my goals. I trained, as I believe, five days a week and I have two days off. But the good thing about her, and I hope she's going to listen that, she never put me on really crazy low macros. She was really smart with that. We slowly, you know, cut some things out, but there wasn't anything crazy. As for example, sometimes people can have really bad first show experiences. She was really good with that. I didn't do even a lot of cardio, I would say. It's just because I was, again, moving a lot on my work. At that time, I was a dance teacher too. Mm -hmm. So I like really did a lot of cardio just by working right. and living in New York. As you know, it's always walking because yep. traffic is everywhere. <laughs> so I think it was healthy prep. That's why I enjoyed so much. That's why when I won, I was like, I want to do that. It's cool. It's nice. It wasn't like a bad experience. <laughs> But after that show, I did a couple more in that season. And on the next year, I actually hire a professional trainer with much more experience who is Paul Riviera. I don't know if you heard about this guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's doing macro counting. So oh, yeah. by that time, I was already studying as a nutritionist, but I actually never uh, you know, did macro counting before. Mm -hmm. So he was the first one who introduced me to that. And I fell in love with this approach and he teach me a lot. Paul is a really sweet guy. We are friends right now. I don't work with him anymore. Now I kind of my own trainer, because as you know, no one is know your body more than you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I hire a trainer uh, just in season when mm -hmm. I know I'm going to take a show to just kind of, you know, have an I from outside, but on my off season for now, I prefer to train myself and I do macro counting usually on off season for sure on a prep it's macro counting, but you know, when you're two weeks out of a show, it doesn't mean I'm going to eat new things every day. No, of course not. So by saying I'm doing macro counting, I'm just not, you know, not restrict myself from any foods. I know that I can eat even like one day before show something that is fits my macros, mm -hmm. but at the same time, I'm not going to do it because I don't want to have any surprises before my show. Right. Yeah. And then also I would say for now, I, I don't know what's going to be my next goal, but I don't compete this year. I mm -hmm. took a big off season because I know my goal is to, first of all, help people and take care of others. I like to compete, but I find out that this is kind of really tricky because as you know, 
bodybuilding world is not the healthiest world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. as a natural athlete, I got my pro card two years ago as a WNBA pro, mm-hmm. but I didn't uh, have IBB pro card yet, which yeah. is kind of my goal in the one hand. But on the other hand, right. I don't like to use any steroids or any illegal things. So I'm kind of taking my time to grow taking slow things and focusing on my clients more. I really happy to see my clients compete or just, you know, help people to move more to the plant-based diet style or just, you know, getting healthier. (laughs) This is what I'm focused more right now. Awesome. Very good. Very good. And, and, and you, you're doing great. We appreciate you from the vegan community. If you had never been that said that to you before, I'm going to be that voice that said that the animals appreciate it, the environment appreciates you, and your health appreciates you también. So, and so your clients say the same thing about that as well. Yeah, thank you. All right, so put, tell me a little bit of like what really inspires you. You always talk about your clients. So what is it that is like the biggest inspiration if we had to, if we had to ask you that question, what is it? Honestly, I think that's what inspires me the most is my clients. Mm. Is it like, not only like you have to sign with me, (laughs) no, just the people (laughs) around me, like people who are looking for help because I wasn't that place. I was there. I was that shine girl who don't know how to talk English, how to use the machine, how to do even squats properly. I wasn't that spot. So I know how it feels like then when you show up in a gym and you don't know how to use the machine and you shine to ask how to do it, not only because you don't know how to use it, just because you don't know how to say it in English. <laughs> so I I really inspired by helping people around me and I inspired by seeing my clients and results. I am the type of person who don't like to just give a plan just give a diet, just give a workout plan and see how it goes. No, everyone who comes to me, I'm trying mm-hmm. to educate those people. My inspiration is to see someone in two, five, 10 years after they talk to me doing great. I'm seeing them still crushing their goals, healthy, working out, having amazing friends and family relationship and never coming back to, you know, bad and growth lifestyle. That's my inspiration. That's awesome. That's great. And, you know, you have a, you have an important thing that you, um, I sense that you, you really challenged yourself and you overcame a lot of adversity. So what would be an advice source or a tip or, you know, something you can tell people, how can they do to overcome challenges you know you always say like you know i, I didn't speak the language very well i didn't know how to do a rack uh, i don't know how to squat um and we all face those i face those too i mean I, I i didn't learn english you know by you know by just learning it like it was something that took time for me to kind of get used to the language because my first language is not even english so um yeah. so so how do how do you overcame those things and what kind of advice you give people that can they can use in their lives so they can, if they're facing some kind of challenge right now that they can use so they can overcome those things? Yeah, it's a really good question. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a couple of things I would say. The mm-hmm. first one is you have to believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. No one else, right? No one from outside is going to believe in you. You have to truly believe in yourself. And what's helped me personally to believe in myself is my spirit. 
I am Christian. I believe in God. And not just saying I believe in God, I have a relationship with him. So this is something that helped me to believe in myself because I know that he is believing in me. So if you don't have this type of spirit in you, you just maybe believe in, you know, in a power or in, in any other God you can believe. I think it's always helping people to kind of like go and don't listen to anyone and pursue their dreams. So first I'm going to say is truly believing in yourself. Know that you can do anything you want. Don't listen to anyone out there. If anything's in your mind come up, that means you can do it. Trust mm-hmm. me. If today you work, wake up and you think, oh, I can, I, I, I want to be a millionaire. And then you stop yourself and you're saying, oh, no, it's so stupid. Of course, I'm not going to be. No, you're going to be if you want to. So I really think that the first thing is truly believe in yourself. The second thing I would say is don't give up. And I know it's kind of like oh, everyone say that, right? But that's the truth. Mm-hmm. You all, like, we all make mistakes, right? And I couldn't even count how many mistakes I made in my life and how many times I step out of my, you know, normal road and I, you know, and I fall down on the ground and someone even step on my face. (laughs) Everything can happen. But if you are not stopping, if you are, get yourself up and keep going wherever you want to go, even if it's a small steps, that's going to help you to finally one day achieve that dream. And even if not, I always say that our life is kind of a moving. It's always evolving to reach something, right? right. So you may never going to be a millionaire. But if you are going to that direction whole your life, you're going to be successful, right? Right. So that's the things I would say. <laughs> that's, very, that's very profound. So believe in yourself and don't give up. Yeah, I know it's kind of like, like a cliche, but you know, you can read it in your magazine, but I would really recommend to truly believe in those words yes. and manifestate them because this is mm. what I do. Yeah. No, and I... I I am 150% agree with you on that one. As simple as it sounds, and I don't think, I don't, I don't care how simple it sounds, but is it true? Like that, that sometimes you need to hear something simple, something as simple as that. You don't want to hear something very complex because you don't want to get like confused. Something as simple as that. Believe in yourself and don't give up. Because my, yeah, my I would you- add like, like, uh, I'm sorry, I would sorry. add from the first one also, like, let, let's say the third one is going to be find your spirit find your wisdom Mm. you know what i mean because like you have to have something on the back just like i said right so you have to have some you know (laughs) health system maybe it's going to be your family maybe it's going to be your power uh maybe you believe in god but you have to have some spirit in you to truly believe in yourself and never give up Yes, very, very good. I, I, lo- I love that. And I love that. I think I think a lot of people will find a lot of value on that because uh, it's key. It's key. So uh, everything that you said from the way, the way you think is going to manifest, but you really have to think about it. The thing is like we've been programmed and it goes down with the food as well. The way we've been programmed uh, from, you know, traditions, family, the way our parents are raised. And I'm not blaming our parents because they don't know any better, right? They were raised by somebody else. 
So the way we were raised is we get all those, we call it paradigm, but it's the same thing, my culture, traditions, costumes, all, whatever, all that stuff is all the same. And the way we were raised is the same way we, it's the same way we act. So when you're a little kid and then uh, you tell your, your parents, I want to be a movie star. And they say, oh, you're not going to be able to do that. You just have to go to school and then get your education and do this thing. And they automatically block that, that, you know, that, that wish that you have. And then what do you think is going to happen? You're not going to grow to be that because that desire that you have was completely shut down. So uh, in the yes. same way, and then you just keep growing up. And every time you have a, a vision or, or an idea or, 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 or a dream, you block it because you automatically you sabotage your own self, right? So that's why Absolutely. when you can, when you come saying you gotta believe in yourself, keep going, and you have some you have to have some kind of either support system or some kind of spirituality or some kind of a belief. You gotta believe in something because that belief is gonna allow you to push you to either you pray, right? You pray for that divine power to give you what you're looking for. In the same way, yeah. um, you're gonna keep, you know, it's gonna keep pushing because the belief is gonna 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 get you where you wanna go. So that's a, that's a very nice uh, a message, and I appreciate giving you that giving that message. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with what you're saying. You also have to be be careful what you say about people, right? Mm. Just like you said, our parents just don't know any better and sometimes they just want to help us to find the right career the right passion right but in the same way just in a daily basic like every day i am always trying to be careful what i'm saying be careful with my clients because you have to know like and then make attention if you say something to someone you may don't even know but it's going to change their life right i'm gonna say you right now that your tomorrow is gonna have an amazing car and you're gonna be successful and that's gonna change your mind in a good way but if i'm gonna say to you oh no you you're just stupid guy right you already kind of have an absolutely negative impact. And I do that in your life. So every time when I have clients coming to me for any advice, I always say, you guys have to, first of all, believe in yourself. And then second thing is having this knowing, right? That you actually can do anything in this life. It's all here. And how you program yourself is going to reflect in your life, even how we are taking things, okay? I deal with so much stress when girls come to me and say, I hate myself, right? And then I got to tell you, they look amazing. Honestly, like from from the skinniest one to the obesity ones, they always hate themselves. And I'm going to tell you, I say them, you know what? We can lose the weight or we can grow your glutes. We can, you know, make your shoulders better. Wherever you are hating yourself the most, we can change that. We can change that, but we cannot change your mind. You're going to hate yourself with a bigger butt, with a bigger shoulders and with like a lower weight or like whatever goal you have. You're going to keep hating yourself, right? So it's all from here. We have to know and work on our mindset, on our spiritual growth, just the same way that we eat that we train Mm -hmm. that's why i think being vegan is not like only eating plant-based right as for me at this time being vegan is more like a lifestyle Mm -hmm. i support only vegan uh you know production i don't like tests on animals i don't buy things that was 
abusing animals. And I think that's the first thing for me right now, why I'm vegan. And the second thing is health and the plant-based lifestyle, you know? Right. So yeah, it's, it's all related. Yeah. And I completely agree with you. Like same way with me, veganism is a lifestyle. Actually, I didn't even show you to you how I went vegan, but I went vegan because uh because I saw a video of PETA of an animal slaughtering. So mm-hmm. that changed me, that wow. changed my life. So when I saw how they used to treat the the cows, the pig, and how they cut their throat and all that, that completely changed me. So I went yeah. vegan. I went vegan cold turkey, no pun intended. The next day I was like, okay, I'm not eating meat anymore. I don't do any of these things. Then I started yeah. learning more about uh, about like you know, like you choose and all that kind of stuff. So I, I, I vegan is a, it's a lifestyle to me. Like if I'll show you my wallet, my wallet is made out of vegan leather. You see what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's the same way my, my, my belt and everything that I carry is I carry, I have, it's a lifestyle to me. It's not just one thing, you know, it's not just eating a whole yes. food based diet, but not, no, mm-hmm. no disrespect or nothing to anyone that, you know, that ha- have a whole food plant based. I think it's better to have you, you know, starting from somewhere and then, you know, move your way up or whatever you want to call it, ladder or move, however you want to call it. But it's good to you. At least yeah. you're not eating animals, right? Because um, Exactly. I think- yes. I always say that too. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, um, so a lot of people don't want to try being vegan or even say that because they scared Label. to mess up. Yeah. They right. scared to mess up, you know, mm-hmm. just like you're saying, like, oh, you know, I could be plant-based, but I could use animal products. So I'm not vegan. So I'm not considering myself like vegan. So anyone who listen out there, I just want to let you know that you can call yourself vegan, even if you use animal products in daily use. If you just plant-based, it's only a name. It doesn't matter. You can even add one plant-based meal into your day and that's going to be great. And you can already change a lot of things in this world for better. So don't be scared to just try small things here and there. You don't need to go fully vegan to, to try and plant based meats. No, I always say, don't be scared guys to try it out. And, and those small trials is going to lead you maybe to switch. Maybe not. And that's okay. As I always say, I'm not like the type of vegan who is the only way of living. No. I truly believe as a nutritionist, this is the best way for your health, as I know. But again, some people cannot do that. And that's for different reasons and for health reasons as well as, a, you know, environment reasons or and different type of uh, plant, like environment they leave. And I would say it's okay. If you cannot go vegan, it's fine. Just make sure you do your best in wherever you can, right? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, very good. Very good. I like I like that message. And I like the fact that you specify that, you know, everything starts from the mind. And I, I want one thing that I tell people is like, it's like for, for us being like for me, vegan is like the first thing that I or first thing that I decided to when I decided to go vegan is I changed my mind. I changed my mm-hmm. mindset. So my mindset was like, OK, now I've been programmed my whole life to think this way, that this is the way to live. But then my compassion to cover and say, okay, how would I change that? So now I'm not thinking, I'm not going to go being thinking how I'm going to do it. So, um, and at that point for me, there's no turn back. So I changed my mindset. So it's the same way that what, the same message that we're trying to say about uh, how everything starts in your mind, you can apply for anything that you do in life. Even if somebody told you, oh, you're never going to be able to be successful or a millionaire, like you say, you should say, no, no, wait a minute. That's not what I think. I'm already a. I'm going to accomplish that goal and I'm going to keep pushing myself to get to my goal. The key here is not only that, okay, like the three 
these three messages that you gave them. But at the same time, um, you have to continue. You believe in yourself. You have your spirituality or your belief system, and you continue doing Thrive. You continue making that movement each, each day. Don't give up. So every day you keep doing a little bit that puts you closer to your goal. That will be, that yeah. will be just, yeah, just keep doing whatever to do it. Trust me, when we compete for a bodybuilding show, you only see the end product, but you guys don't see all the work that we put behind the scene. You might, you might see, a, you might just see on stage and the beautiful picture and when, you know, when we are the water of the system, but there's a work behind, even in the off season, eating, training, eat day in and day out. So somebody that trains for a bodybuilding show doesn't go, oh, I'm, I'm going to train for four weeks. I mean, four months, and then I'm going to go to a show. I mean, they've been training for a while now. So that's, that's, yeah, that's important to be able to accomplish that goal. You have to have that discipline. So I don't think a lot of people understand that, but it's good that we will be able to touch in those different things. You agree? Yeah, I agree with you. A lot of people want a quick results, especially nowadays. And I'm not believing in those quick diets and short workouts to keep your ass and see results in a week. All those even challenges is really um, terrible approach, I think, because if you have this short-term goal, in one hand, it's great because you have short-term goals, so you can accomplish that, right? But what after? So in any short-term goal, I always ask, what do you do after? Because sometimes people come to me and say, you know, I have a wedding in three weeks and I need to lose weight or something like that. Or I have a show in three months. Can you help me? And I'm like, yes, I can. And that's a great to have a goal. It's perfect to even have a date, photo shoot or wedding or show but remember what's next, right? We're not making those changes for a show or some specific date. We're making those changes forever for your life. You got to be having a better lifestyle in order to be successful even after this specific date. Because this is the mistake that a lot of people make. They mm -hmm. only know by then and after whatever is happened has happened and it's going to happen the worst, unfortunately, because our body build like that. Mm. No one is built to be as much lean and having as much muscles as we are on the stage. Right. And then for anyone who's not familiar with the bodybuilding, I just want to let you know, guys, it's unhealthy sport. Okay. Mm. So by doing, working out and eating healthy is great. But being on the stage and having a really low body fat percentage is unhealthy. Okay. And this is a real line between those two things. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if you want to be healthy and change your lifestyle, don't think that show is going to help you to do so. Mm -mm. No, not any bodybuilding show or the date is going to help you to be healthier. The probably the better is going to be uh, proper workouts and proper nutrition and a long term when you don't have an end date, unless you know when you're going to die, you know, <laughs> that's that going to be right. That's going to be the probably the best approach. Right. Yep. And this doesn't mean we cannot have a goals like that. As I said, right. right. It's perfect to have a goal, but it's not goal for life. Mm -hmm. And that's yep. why I kind of like scared to go fully in bodybuilding like world. That's the way what I said, because what's, crushing me the most is to seeing bodybuilders taking steroids and you know um unhealthy drugs just in order to grow muscles and i don't like that i'll be honest i am not support that 
and I don't judge them. And I understand this is the sport and everyone have a choice, but this is not my choice. And I don't recommend it for anyone out there, especially for females. I mean, not, not for anyone for else. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it yeah. too, but I know how hard it is for female hormones. It's just kind of my specific approach. And I know a lot of female, um, you know, hormones and and nutrition problems. So I would say this things for female is really dangerous, really dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the same way. Um, I had nothing against necessarily towards um, people that test steroid, but that's not my choice. So I, I want to do it naturally. If that means that it's going to take me 50 years, 10 years, 40 years, I, whatever time, I'll just continue doing it. Of course, I want anyone in the bodybuilding sport wants to be competitive like we you know you don't you don't get necessarily to the sport not to win uh but there's a fine line right so you have to think always what's what's next or 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 what's your what's your health what's more important so it's important to have a quick result even if you take steroids you have to train so don't get me wrong so like you you take steroids you still have to go to the gym it's not like you're gonna stay steroid the muscle just gonna <laughs> yeah. go by itself so, but yeah. uh, you still have to have some kind of discipline, eating and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, the point is like, um, I don't want, I'm necessarily not condoning that. Um, my personally experience is just to, you know, do your thing, grow uh, naturally uh, and, and train, eat well. And then you're going to see result. It's not going to be probably at the pace that you probably want it to be, but it's going to, at least you're going to put you in a situation that in the long run, you're going to have a better health we are already saying that the sport is not the healthiest sport because the way, you know, you dehydrate your body and all that kind of things. So you already pushing your body into a lot of stress, especially for women, because I know it's kind of very fishy with the period and, and all that kind of stuff. So, so you don't want to put your body in that situation. So may not add to that, you know, performance enhancement, but um, the point here guys is, is that, you know, just be wise. Um, everybody has their own will to do whatever they feel like it. But from my perspective, from my experience, it, we we rather do it naturally, which is probably the best way to go for our long term health. Um, there's 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 a lot of yeah. cases of of people taking steroids that have had um, bad health um, things, and others are still around. So just be careful. Uh, we just want you guys to have a long long live. There's no point that you eat you know a whole food plant based diet, really clean diet, and then you go take steroids. So like. You know, so we want you guys to overall have a, a good, a good health in all aspects. Yeah, I just want to be honest about mm -hmm. these topics because no one is talk about that, and right. it's crazy. Only this year is like I think it's three bodybuilders, like a really known ones, died, mm -hmm. and no one is say that it's because of steroids. I'm not saying that too, but it's really strange. Why healthy, fit, young? males died right and it's 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 for sure because of use of something you know maybe in the past but it's affect your health slowly by slowly and right. i am gonna be honest with that and i will be straightforward because no one is talk about those things as well as no one is talk about how dairy or meat affect our health and right. that's really terrible and this is what's sad because everyone could have a choice. As I said, vegan diet, not for everyone, maybe, but everyone have to be educated enough and know the truth. Right. 
And when I see the commercials everywhere, TV, radio, shoppings, you know, and sales, and they all trying to sell you meat and dairy. Why? Because you really need it? Uh Uh-uh. Look in the searches. Like, go and Google, like, why people die of heart disease. Why people have a heart attack in 55. In nowadays, we think it's normal. No, it's not. (laughs) It's not normal. It's all about high cholesterol and high cholesterol is comes from meat, right? It's directly because we eat a lot of like chicken and beef and that's what the fact those things. It's a new documentary. I just today actually read about that. It's coming out. It's going to called um they want us to die, I believe, or something to like that. They're yeah, they're trying to kill it. Yeah, you know that, right? It came, it New came documentary out, coming out. It came out last night. Last night? Okay, yeah, yeah they're uh-huh. trying to kill us. Yes, guys, I didn't see it yet. Did you? No, I haven't yet. From Bayras Vegan. Yes, it's from the same um, producer that did... Um, uh, Cal- the, yes, and the, he also did What the Health. Mm-hmm. What the Health, yes. Yes, those amazing films. And I'm so happy because of that to be seeing, you know, to seeing all those new documentaries like Game of Changers, like this one is coming out. The one before eaten out of extension, the one is I saw, the last one also amazing documentary. So I'm so happy that now, maybe because of COVID hits us, maybe something else, people actually talking about that, Mm -hmm. (laughs) finally. Okay, so wherever dietary choice you have, guys, I appreciate that. But watch that movie just to educate yourself, to know how specific things affect not only your health, but nowadays our world. Unfortunately, I think that in a couple of years, maybe 10, maybe 20, everyone would have to switch to the plant-based diet, not because of the health choice, because of the plant safety. It's really happening right now. So I really think that everyone's going to benefit from plant-based diet, not because of any dietary choices, because we have to save this planet for us and for our children. This is what's happening right now. True. True. Uh, All right. So let's get a little bit here personal. Um, So I would like you to see so you can share with us something about you that people misunderstand about, about, you know, personally about you. Uh, is there anything that you know people kind of like don't know or, or misunderstand when they see you or when they talk to you? Um, yeah, it's really, really funny question because I don't know exactly because I'm not those people. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, but I would say I think uh, it's a part of my character and a part of Ukrainian culture. Mm. I think people sometimes could take me too straightforward. So I even heard about me that I'm on spectrum. Mm. And that's only because I tell the truth from the bottom of my heart. I usually tell people what I'm thinking mm. and I don't care about any other things. I'm, I'm honest. Mm-hmm. And then that's because I just, the way I am like that. And I truly believe if everyone on this planet is going to stop lying, we all going to be happier. <laughs> And maybe it's hard to hear the truth. It's, 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 it's more hard than easy to hear the truth. But this is so easier than lying to everyone. 
<laughs> so yeah, sometimes people could uh, take me as a too straightforward person because if I don't like something, I'm gonna tell you. If I do like something, I'm gonna tell you, and then I don't even care what others think about this because this is the truth. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. And it's not because so like by saying like people could take it too straightforward, I sometimes could hurt someone because of that, right? Yeah, and it's I not because that. I'm I, I angry or because I'm a bad person. It's just I the, the way I am. I'm just telling the truth. And sometimes I'm like, oh my God, it's truth, but it's hurt someone. And I'm so sorry for that. But that was the truth. So you you gotta take that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I get that a lot from a lot of the friends that, that sometimes my words can be hurtful just because I'm speaking, you know, uh, at a system, I'm speaking the truth, or I'm saying what I'm thinking at that moment without no filtering. And that can, that at times can be taken harshly. But again, people are used to everything be sugar-coated or be, I talk to me sensitive or softly and things in that nature. And, uh, and, and sometimes you just have to tell it how it is. So I think the message has to come straight and then you don't have to sugarcoat it. So we appreciate your honesty. I, I I don't have a problem. You can you can be as honest as you want in this channel. We all give yeah, all thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, a lot of people appreciate you more when you do that, but a lot of people not. They right, think that right. you are too straightforward. You're on spectrum. You're crazy or something like this. So I'm just sometimes have a bad relationship with people. But again, I trying to be honest. That's it. And I think everyone should do that. We we have to stop lying. <laughs> Right. So you always remain true to yourself. So what is the key for that? Like, what is it, what is it that you do that help you to remain true to yourself all the time? Oh my God. What's helped me to be truth to myself. I think uh, it's just, if you truth to someone like around you, to everyone around you, you're not going to be most likely like to yourself. Um, so this is the key. I think that I'm not trying to be nice and trying to be the person I am not for other people, which is a hard choice sometimes, but it's always for better. So I think it's really helping me to don't lie to myself. But Mm. even though if sometimes I could cut myself on thinking or saying something that is actually not the truth. Uh, I just stop myself and I step back and I look at the situation from, you know, the perspective and I'm trying to figure out what's going to be the God chosen here. As I said, I am truly a spiritual person. So I'm always trying to think uh, what's going to be the best choice. If I listen to my heart, if I listen to the Lord if I'm looking in the Bible and seeing, like trying to find the answer right there, and I pray a lot uh, to to be honest with myself and with the others. And as I said, it's not always happening. I'm not perfect right. as no one is does. I think the only person who was perfect on this planet is the Jesus. And we are all can learn from him mm-hmm. but yeah i i think this is what helped me to be truth nice so uh, um when all said and done how do you want us to remember you <laughs> i just want to say you shouldn't ask this question because it feels like i'm gonna die okay how do you want people to 
think about you. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say. Yeah, I'm so sorry, but it sounds like like how you want people to remember you. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> just like, am I dying tomorrow? No, you're not. <laughs> just, Come uh, on now. I'm gonna say like, uh, you guys can find me and follow me. <laughs> so you shouldn't remember me just from today. Go on Instagram, find me on there. It's Aurora Profit. Yeah, or go to my that. YouTube, which is Avrora Gunko, or you can also find me on my website, which is Avrora A V as a victory, R-O-R-A profits.com. So follow me everywhere when you can find me. You don't need to forget me. I'm still here. Hopefully, I'll be here for a long <laughs> enough. <laughs> You're going to be here for a long time. So you already plug yeah, out your social media. I hope media. so. At least a couple more, 10, 20, at least 30 more. You forgot about <laughs> the podcast. Tell us about the podcast. Oh, yeah, guys. Mm-hmm. Yes. Recently, I started my podcast. I'm so proud of that. It goes so well. And you can listen to that anywhere. Basically, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, my podcast called Vegan Booty Talks. And I interview uh, vegan athletes in particular. And I also do uh, podcasts about some specific vegan nutritions, um, you know, some problems we are faced as vegans, all about that. Just trying to help all our vegan community, you know, give more information out there as much as I can. That's great. So you have, um, do you have some words for your fans, the people that follow you? Anything else that you would like them to know, uh, tell them, or that I missed? Yes, sure. I would say for anyone who listens to us out there, I'm sure you're probably interested in a plant-based diet, at least if you listen to this podcast. So I just want to encourage you that everything is possible. You should and you can be fully plant-based and you can achieve your goals. You can build muscles. You can be the best, healthier version of yourself. You just need to do a little bit of research a little bit of believing in yourself and a lot of hard work and you can do it. So I really want to say to anyone who listen out there, if you need help, come to me, come to you, right? Ask, ask this vegan community. Don't be shy to ask because we are really open to help. We know how it feels like. So if anyone have a questions about nutrition, diet training, come to me, ask the questions. I'll be happy to answer. I even I have a free assessment for 30 minutes call. I sign up with anyone who need it. No charge for that. Any dollar, I will be happy to answer on all your questions, guys. Just don't stay out there and think something is impossible. I'm telling you today, if you need to hear that, you can do anything and everything you put your mind to. So don't wait, put your mind to. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Aurora. We appreciate that. This has been great. Uh, I think people are going to get a lot of value from this. I'm going to put all your... I hope your, so. <laughs> yeah, they will. Absolutely, they will. Trust me. Um, I'm going to put all your links, social media, all that in the description of the video and the podcast so people can relate and they can follow you. If they're not following yet, they, they better do it right now. Um, and thank you so much. We appreciate the time and all your knowledge. And I'm sure you're going to get a lot of people interested in more in the plan base. And not only that, but interested in learning more from you and, and knowing, following you for what your journey is. And that way they can, they can see how uh, be, they can be successful, not only on, uh, as a plan base, uh, but also in every, everything, anything else that they do in their life. 
before I let you go, I mean, let you, tell us a little bit about the magazine. Yeah, I know you said it was a few months ago, but um, how does that happen Quick, quickly? Like, how did it happen? The shoot, um, how, how the selection was, you know, I mean, that's... Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was a while ago, as I said. It actually was a photo shoot after my last Olympia with okay. some New York photographer, and it was like a collaboration, and he did all the job. He uh, connected me from the... Uh, from this magazine, uh, you know, person, and they uh, actually have an interview with me in this specific magazine because this is edition was a kind of fitness edition. Right. So yeah, they connect from like I didn't do the job. They come to me and they said, uh, "Do you want to be in in our magazine?" I was like, "Okay, sure." What is as, as I posted today? You know, I am really happy to be on a cover, and I'm really happy to be in there to tell my story and inspire people. But just like I posted, guys, if you didn't see my last post on IG, it's not changing my life. Okay, mm-hmm. so <laughs> to be in, in a magazine is not going to make you famous. It's not going to make you successful, and it, it's not going to make you happy. Okay, mm-hmm. if someone think about that, I will. I want to share with you guys. My grandmother died nine days ago. Today is a nine days from my grandmother died, mm-hmm. and I post that post because I was absolutely unhappy that day. I was okay. so stressful, and I was crying all day. My grandmother died because of covid and i was really close to her and i see this magazine and it kind of doesn't have any value for me right now so that's why i post like this i was like the much more valuable is how you show up to your family to your friends is how you are living every day you can be on the cover of all the magazines in the world it's not gonna make you happy Mm -mm. I you mean, can have a thousand of dollars if you can you can be a millionaire i don't think it's gonna make you happy too honestly it doesn't you're not I happy get, it's not I get, yeah i got 30s like it was my birthday in this month i'm mm. so old yeah for anyone who listen i'm 30 that's a lot i think <laughs> so i got 30 and then my husband yeah thank you and my husband asked me like okay um so what do you think? Like you got theories, like you, what, what do you think? It's like, what's, what's changing and stuff. And I said, you know what? I would say now from after I lived on this planet 30 years, I would say, don't do anything in this life for money. Because if you do something for money, you have two things that's going to come out from there you may be unhappy all your life because you're just making money and you hate what you do, or you're going to be millionaire and still unhappy. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) All right. And we close with that one. That was was awesome. That was a great message. So thank you guys. Uh, So we'll have um, another episode coming soon. This has been an awesome episode, a great interview with Aurora. So, and thank you. So we'll see you guys the next time. Thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me. It was a pleasure. I really appreciate what you do. I think you are an amazing podcaster. And my followers is also going to benefit from your content. So I encourage you guys go and follow him as well. Thank you so much for having me today. Thank you, Aurora. Gracias por escuchar Latino y Vegano. Un show donde se habla todo lo relacionado sobre el veganismo entre la comunidad latina. No olviden suscribirse a este podcast, seguirnos en Instagram 
Facebook, YouTube y a visitarnos en latinoyvegano.com.